0: Another episode of the Let's Be Friends podcast. I'm here with our Let's Be Friends contributor, Nick Hinton. How are you doing, Nick?
1: Good. How are you? I thought we were going to call it a consultant. Ah. Or or what? It, what is the uh, what is it on the news?
0: Um, a correspondent.
1: Yeah, I'm the correspondent. Is that what for... I, did I
0: say contributor? Let's start it over. I'll say correspondent. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> no. us start it over. Hold on. No, we're alive. We're no. alive. We're alive. <laughs> we're alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This, I
1: am your news we're... correspondent for a new special segment called The Revelation Will Not Be Televised.
0: Nick is joining the first Let's Be Friends correspondent to join the team. We love talking to each other. He blows my mind every time. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're starting this little segment. It's called The Revelation Will Not Be Televised here with correspondent Nick Hinton on the Let's Be Friends podcast.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> so, today we're going to talk about blue people and the color blue and what this means because Nick and I have these phone conversations every once in a while. Well, it starts usually with a text where I'm like, do you, what do you know about the blue people? And then you respond and you're like, oh, I'm looking that up right now. I've been researching. it. I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? We're both looking at this at the same time. We get on the phone. We chat for about 30 minutes. My mind's blown. And then it's like, we need to record an episode. So here we are.
1: Yes. Yeah, so first... Why don't you tell the folks at home?
0: Our friends of the friendship membership.
1: How did you even come across the blue people?
0: I came across the blue people when I was researching. The best picture nominations for my episode I just put out called the golden idols of the silver screen and I was looking into avatar which was one of the nominations for best picture and I'm just like why are these avatars blue of all the colors they could be they made them blue and then I started thinking about when I used to do psychedelics and I would see the spirit world and I would see these blue beings like one time when I did ayahuasca uh Kali Ma's big giant face came and like her tongue sticking out and skulls clanking on her neck. She like showed up in front of me. She's blue. I'm just like, who are these blue people? Because I started, you know, realizing these are, the spirit world's probably demonic, these disembodied spirits. And so are these avatar beings based off of some kind of demonic spirit? And what do you think, Nick?
1: Yeah, well, ironically, the, uh, you know, Kali Ma Mm -hmm. and and Krishna, Mm -hmm. um, I think even Vishnu, whatever, they're all considered... Avatars oh, really? of the Hindu gods. Yeah, that's what they're called in Hinduism. They're called the avatars.
0: Oh my god! But, I didn't know that.
1: But yeah, I wasn't even thinking about avatar when I first came across the blue people. I was thinking of, for some reason, the Smurfs. Um, no, actually, the blue meanies.
0: What are the blue meanies? Do you know? I've heard of that. Wait, they're like the wait in South Park.
1: Wait, they might be in South Park, but the blue meanies are originally like these weird, demonic-looking, music-hating elf things from uh the beatles movie the yellow submarine
0: oh right right and
1: i was i was obsessing over those things because i was looking into like illuminatus Uh um which is robert anton wilson's book about the illuminati and there's a guy there's a character in it who's like fighting the illuminati he's a discordian anarchist who lives in a golden submarine Mm -hmm. and like it straight up says that the golden submarine is based off the yellow submarine so i was like you know, and then I started thinking about Avatar because, um, you know, all this submarine underwater symbolism, right? Like the the new Avatar movies, The Way of the Water. Yeah. And, and so I had an inkling that all of this had something to do with a subject I've been coming across lately on YouTube. A lot of charismatic Christians are talking about the water kingdom and the Leviathan spirit, which, you know, I'm not a fan of the charismatics or the origin stories of it, but I do think that what they're talking about is something real.
0: That's the catch with that stuff, with the charismatics in the new age. It's like they are talking about things that do exist. It's just like the end result of where they take you. That's the problem.
1: Right. So, I mean, I'll just say straight up that, like, the Leviathan spirit, I believe, is 100% real. And it's a spirit of pride. It's a spirit of haughtiness. And it's a spirit that twists words like a serpent, right? Yeah. And so it reminds me of speaking in tongues in a way. Yeah, it's
0: interesting, which is uh, in the new age it's called light language.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, why well, I didn't know that, actually. Oh, yeah. no, but that's you've interesting. Ever, have you ever
0: seen a new age person say that they're um, channeling the actuarians and they start speaking in light language and saying all this gibberish and this nonsense? And they th- then they're like, I have a, a channeled message for you from the Pleiadians or whoever. And this is just like from demons possessing them and talking through their mouth. Yeah, like
1: the, like the blue chicken people. Have you ever have you ever heard of uh, David David Wilcock? I think it's him or Corey Good, one of those guys. They like talk to the. I think you meant Arcturians. Uh huh. But but yeah, I think they're like blue chicken people. I don't know. It has something to do with the law of one and the and the raw material and all that stuff. Right,
0: they're blue birds, right? Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of these blue beings, and even like people. That so like when I was posting a while ago on Twitter about how I was skeptical of Joe Dispenza before I radically changed my mind about everything and became Christian and was saved, I was questioning Joe Dispenza because you know that was something I was hung up on, right? Like yeah. the manifesting and self mastery and rewiring your brain, and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Well, <clears throat> I when I pointed out to people that he was connected to the cult of Nixum or N I X V M, I think that's Nexium. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. So he's he's connected to that through the director of his movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? And then he was also a student of the cult of Ramtha, um, which is like this crazy lady runs a school. She says she's channeling an Atlantean from oh, 100,000 years ago. Yeah, so he was a part of the school. And so that's where I was like, okay, these are red flags. And then I come to find out that he's like on Gaia. Gaia is owned by uh-huh. BlackRock and Vanguard.
0: <laughs> I didn't know they owned Gaia. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, so like, I mean, <laughs> I know this is not, te- I know it's technically not the right way to come to God, but I had to go through a lot of intellectual wrestling, I guess. No, me too. To co- I mean, a because bit. I was, <laughs> but yeah, so I like had to figure out why everything else was wrong first. <laughs> yeah, no, so literally, Vic, me too. I think that's why we're friends
0: and we get each other. We're both like, yeah, we're Christians and we're followers of Christ, but this is the last door we went through.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's the only one I mean, we we're ever just-
0: looking for, too.
1: It's just so simple, and even Paul says that. You know, he's like, I worry that the simplicity of Christ will bewitch you almost because, you know, you'll go chasing after more complex doctrines. This whole Leviathan stuff super interesting. That you know, the Charismatics are trying to take it on and deliver people from it. But in the Book of Job, it literally says, you know, God is telling Job, "Do not mess with Leviathan. Yeah. Don't do it. You can't. You can't do it. Yeah. It's too powerful. All you can do." is pray and fast and read the word. You're not supposed to try and be a hero.
0: Right.
1: And f- fight the devil <laughs> without, you know, without.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: it, it's, it's just, it's pride. It's hubris.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, the whole reason I started looking into this yellow submarine and all this stuff was, um, there was an even weirder reason, is my friend was involved with this cult at one point called the 12 Tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. And are just the 12 tribes communities, I guess. And she was like wavering back and forth, wanting to go back and all this stuff. And like, I was trying to research it to figure out exactly what it was and how their doctrine was wrong and things like that. Because she was convinced the only, you know, for a bit, she was convinced that the only true way to live out the truth was to separate yourself from the world, give all your belongings away, live in a commune. (laughs) And that kind of thing. But the thing I found interesting at first glance was that these cults operate out of um, sandwich shops called the Yellow Deli. What? And delis make and delis make submarine sandwiches. So I mean, this is a stretch, but I was like, this is like the Yellow Submarine all over again. And Yellow Submarine was the name of Charles Manson's house, where he started his cult. What? So, yeah, yeah. So oh I was God. going down so, so many different shops, rabbit holes.
0: Deli shop.
1: Yeah, I was convinced that this 12 tribes thing before i even really knew for a fact i was convinced it was some kind of mk ultra operation but i had no idea how vast and how big it was because it ties right back into the charismatics and um yeah this whole jesus revolution stuff that's going on right now right. are you familiar
0: the jesus revolution yeah the thing that's been the revival and all of that oh and the jesus revolution movie too That's what really was tying this together. When we chatted on the phone the other day too, when we started talking about the blue people, I didn't know there was this Jesus revolution movie that was coming out.
1: Yeah. So for people who might be lost or confused before we go into all the crazy details is like the blue people, in my opinion are, that's the real blue beam. Number one, but number two, it's just these water spirits, right? It's the spirit of Leviathan. That's what's happening. And You know, that thing you came across really tied it together for me. You sent me an article about the uh, Tomb of the Blue Demons, I think. Yeah,
0: the Etruscan tombs in central Italy from the eighth to the third century BC. And there's a blue demon that's supposed to be a Delphian guide on the wall in this tomb. And it's, I guess, one of the first uh, blue beings found and oldest in a tomb.
1: Oh, that Delphian connection is really interesting. The
0: Tomb of the Blue Demons.
1: Yeah, and it's so, you know, it's located pretty close to the Vatican. The ancient Etruscans, they were, you know, the old world Italians, and they were also worshipping Vatica, the goddess of the underworld. And then you have the Vatican right there in Italy. And then, you know, you have this whole, all these Catholics that are unwittingly worshipping and venerating the mother goddess, right? You know, the mother of God, Mother Mary.
0: Yeah, exactly. Is that the horror of Babylon too?
1: That would be the horror of Babylon. And in my opinion, yeah. That's the Leviathan. Right. That's the Leviathan. Wow. So I can start going through some of these notes if you'd like yeah. to kind of yeah, let's tie, tie some of these let's ideas together. Tie them
0: together for everybody. Let's let's get blue. Let's get bluey. Oh god. Let's get blue beams. Oh god. Let's get blue <laughs> I was like, I've got to edit that little out, but then let's get blue beam. Sounds a lot better. They'll call this let's get blue beamed.
1: No, totally kidding. We don't want to get blue beamed, but <laughs> <laughs> so I have written up this essay that starts like this. During the Aquarian counterculture movement orchestrated by the CIA and the Tavistock Institute in the 1960s and 70s, a widespread so-called Christian revival took place at the same time. And this pattern in history seems to be repeating in the same inorganic fashion today. So today we have this movie called The Jesus Revolution, right? Which is coming out at the same time as this Ashbury revival and blah, blah, blah. But I'll get into all that in a moment. Lonnie Frisbee, the main character in the Jesus Revolution movie, who is a hippie and former follower of Timothy Leary, was tripping on LSD when he had his grand vision of preaching the gospel to the world. After this, he left art school and joined the living room, a storefront coffeehouse Christian commune located in California's famous MKUltra hotspot where Charles Manson was groomed, the Haight-Ashbury district of San Francisco. Residents say when he showed up, he was talking about the occult, mysticism, UFOs, and hypnotism, but he supposedly converted shortly after. And so that wasn't the huge major red flag for me because I know for a fact that people like me and you could say the same thing, right? Right. But it gets weirder. So um, later, he started his own commune called the House of Acts because he believed the miracles in the Book of Acts continue to this day. Eventually, he became a leader of the Jesus movement, which was responsible for causing hordes of lawless hippies to get baptized and claim they came to Christ. Again, I'm not trying to be Pharisee or Pharisee and totally judge these people, but Something I've been warning people about this movement is that Jesus, you know, the Bible in general does not say that there will be a revival in the last days. It says there'll be a great falling away. The great apostasy, okay? yeah. Yeah, and he also says that this evil generation, the final generation, will be like a man who had a spirit cast out of him with seven even worse demons returning. Yep. So when you have all these people that are not being taught the fear of God and rather just this loving lukewarm version of jesus that just loves you no matter what you do which is true Yep. but you know you know people aren't being corrected or instructed so
0: and you're referring these people, to these... matthew twelve forty five, and then it says i will return to the house i left on its return it finds the house vacant swept clean and put in order then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself and they go and dwell in there and the final plight of man is worse than the first so it will be with this wicked generation If you're enjoying this episode of The Revelation Will Not Be Televised with Let's Be Friends correspondent Nick Hinton, head on over to the Let's Be Friends podcast website and sign up for the friendship membership. You get over 20 bonus episodes upon signing up, backstage videos, live events, the Symbolism Syndrome radio dispatch, and so much more. As always, thank you for being a friend and supporting the podcast. Have a great day.